0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. It's
1: the most
2: wonderful time. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. The most wonderful time of the year? Or is today the most unproductive time of the year? day before the day before christmas christmas on a weird on a wednesday christmas should just be on friday right can we just move your birthday to friday dude like, come on uh, like thanksgivings on a thursday can't we just make thanksgiving on friday how about christmas always like the last friday of december or something i guess that would i guess that would be a bad idea it'd be new year's eve then <laughs> then we'd kill then we'd kill one holiday uh lacrosse police department today got a Pretty awesome donation from an anonymous donor, a local businesswoman. Uh, talked to I talked to Tom Walsh about that just a little while ago. Share that interview after the uh, first news break. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Saw a couple of funny stories. the The funniest one that we could get into is uh, Warsaw, the city of Warsaw's considering decriminalizing snowball fights pretty funny uh, when you talk about lawmakers doing something they think are they think they're doing something for the good and then they they forgets oh yeah snowball so they you know they make a law you can't throw rocks it's illegal to throw. Banned th- they've, they've banned throwing things in a park or something. And uh, I forgot to uh, mention that snowballs should be exempt from that. So it's illegal to throw snowballs in Wausau. You get arrested, probably thrown in jail for years and years. 608 the Better Hearing Center talking text line. There was also a funny story about this uh, downward tilting toilet a lot of toilet talk uh, lately. Our president and this toilet story—that's two stories. That's a lot of toilet talk. Uh, but like the this whatever this this company is is going to uh, introduce this toilet that for offices the toilet tilts down so that after you sit there a while you become very uncomfortable you probably your legs fall asleep. After like five minutes. So, you know, you're not being a, a good worker, worker bee, if you're sitting on the toilet. Great idea, right? Get those workers working. They can't be just pooping all day. Uh, and then we, of course, we had our president railing against toilets. I might play that clip later. Man, it's funny. Uh, I got a, a clip on him railing against light bulbs, railing against toilets. Railing against windmills and railing against dishwashers. And uh, it's perfect for me because I'd rather talk about that stuff. And it's easy for him to talk about that stuff. It's weird. And what he says is weird, but it's uh, certainly better than talking about his impeachment, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, it's a good distraction. Oh, presidents being impeached for Ukraine and. Going after political opponents. Well, what are you talking about, President? You, you're going to speak on those matters? No, he's going to talk about how toilets, he needs to flush them 10 to 15 times. I don't know what he's eating. Oh, well, I do. guess we do know what he's eating. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're going to hit the news. We'll be back. Going to play that interview with Tom Walsh. Pretty awesome donation the Lacrosse police received. Put him to work. Put him to work. A little extra work this morning and probably this afternoon Alright, we'll be back in a minute. Alright, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. That is not the song I thought it was going to be. I was working I was trying to do something. I didn't really want this song per se. Oh a live a live version. Live music, not a big fan of. I want a Merry Christmas baby. This is Cheryl Crow with Eric Clapson. 608-785-7914. Better hearing center talking text line. Merry libertarian Libertarian guy texted in. I think we need snowball control. That should pass easily. Snowballs are not protected by the Second Amendment. Snowball is killing. Americans everywhere. Yeah, the Wausau... City of Wausau, whatever. Wausau City Council is proposing getting rid of the ban on snowball fights or throwing snowballs, essentially. Uh, what's funny is this story has come and gone a couple of times. You know, it's made national headlines. Uh, it's not exactly illegal to throw snowballs. It's illegal to throw objects, essentially. Uh, the city does have a decades-old rule. So 1962, it's rarely enforced. It's uh, bans throwing snowballs alongside it's against throwing rocks or shooting arrows at people. (laughs) What were they doing in 62 that they had to ban shooting arrows at people? What kind of city is this? Just let people shoot arrows. No big deal. Uh, about uh, two hours ago, I talked to Lacrosse Police Sergeant Tom Walsh. I know this because I asked him over the phone, Hey, what are you, a sergeant? So you'll hear that. I, I recorded that conversation, and uh, Lacrosse Police got a sweet donation today from an anonymous business woman. So you'll hear that, obviously. All this is covered in the interview. I'm just going to play that now, a couple minutes long. Uh, it's pretty awesome, though. All right, here we go. All right, we're talking with Tom Walsh. What? I don't even know. What's your title a, at the Lacrosse Police Department? I'm a sergeant. I'm a sergeant with the Lacrosse Police Department, Rick. I feel like you're due for a promotion pretty soon.
0: I I, I don't know if that's going to be coming anywhere down the pike. I'm I'm actually hoping for a re, maybe a retirement sometime somewhere in the in the
2: not so distant future. Well, that sounds better than anything.
0: Ab- absolutely, <laughs> it does. It does absolutely. Hey, what so- about yourself?
2: Uh, Yeah, this is the this is the race here. I'm doing this show. That's I feel like this is a step up. Absolutely. It is people. People are asking me when I'm going to go to two hours and I go, let me get one hour down and then we'll think about going back to two hours. Um, it's,
0: it's, it's you know, a lot less planning I would envision with an hour.
2: Hey, I know, I know you, I mean, we want to talk about this anonymous, this cool anonymous donation thing. But, like, with the holidays, do you guys have to do anything special? I mean, you know, obviously you're doing a lot of stuff with Rotary Lights downtown and, and trying to help keep keep the, not that you have to keep the peace, but you have to kind of keep everything moving over there. But do you, are you, is there any other things that really go on with the police department that you guys have to, to step up a little bit because it's the holidays?
0: Well, you know, I mean, we're obviously still always very vigilant and, and cognizant of the fact that we have those, those porch pirates that are going around trying to take advantage of people in these deliveries that get made. So, so our officers are all constantly dealing with that. And then just the regular day-to-day um, uh, calls for service that, that our department has to deal with. Um, that's, that keeps our, our men and women on the streets extremely busy, uh, whether it be you know, domestic-related incidents or drunk driving. As you know, over the weekend, we had uh, nine drunk driving arrests. So all of those things certainly keep our officers busy uh, during the holiday season.
2: What do you think is average for drunk driving arrests on a, just a typical weekend?
0: You know, it, 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 it I really wouldn't be able to say, but I would certainly think maybe two, three, four a weekend somewhere in that okay. range and uh certainly nine over this past weekend is concerning. Um you know, and, and you know, we had one person as young as 15 years old who was arrested, and then we had uh, multiple people with second and third offenses. So, you know, that gets a little concerning, especially when you know we do so much outreach. Uh, we we get involved and talk with the media and Facebook posts about all of the all of the, the the numerous things that we have available to people when they have been drinking, whether it be Safe Ride program. Uber, Lyft, taxi cab services. So it's kind of disappointing when when you think about how inexpensive it is to get yourself home safely. And and yet we still end up with nine arrests over the weekend for for drunk driving.
2: I'm going to do a perfect segue here. So somebody made a $10,000 donation, gift cards and cash for you guys, asked asked to have you hand it out. Just sounds like more work. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, how cool is that? Well, you
0: know this donation that we had uh, made, you know, was kind of dropped on our doorstep this morning. You know, it was a pleasant surprise, and and certainly it did create work. But this is the good kind of work that we wanna <laughs> that we wanna have. This anonymous businesswoman dropped off a number of gift cards to to different businesses, festival, Subway, as well as um, Quick Trip. trip. Yep. Uh, and ask that we go out and get them, get them to people that are in need of some additional help at, the t- at this holiday season. So, throughout the day today, uh, Assistant Chief Abraham, uh, Sergeant Guylander, Officer Schrader, Officer Durbig, number of different officers went out, and we were able to deliver. Pretty close to $10,000 worth of gift cards to people throughout the community. Nice little Christmas gift from this anonymous businesswoman.
2: You guys did it already? Wow, that's pretty incredible. You guys got the donations this morning and handed them out before Christmas. Nice job.
0: And quite honestly, people were very appreciative, and, and it just never ceases to amaze me. The the generosity and the kindness of so many people in the lacrosse area it really is what makes lacrosse a great place to to live and raise a family and and be a part of.
2: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. A ten thousand dollar anonymous donation dropped off at, at your doorstep today, and, and with just some instructions, I think to give you know to to kids in need because they're going to have a two week stretch here where they're not in school and they might need something to eat. And then to the elderly, right? Like they're just uh, people, that, because obviously, you know, people in homes and, and stuff like that, right?
0: That's exactly what it was, you know, and, and so we really. Uh, wanted to make sure that we honored the wishes of this anonymous donor, and so we were able to get out and about in the community today. Uh, like you say, Rick, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that, yeah, it added a little additional work, but it's well worth it, and and to see the looks and the reactions on, on many of the people's faces, uh, you know, you, that's priceless, and you're never going to get that back, and, and we are so indebted to this anonymous businesswoman, and we're so appreciative that we were able to, to be a part of this and get out and, and try and spread some holiday
2: cheer now did you guys put deer antlers on the squad cars as you pulled up to these places or put like the santa hats on did you do anything fun like that or you didn't you know, have a well, lot you know, of time i tried
0: right? to get i tried to get the assistant chief to put those on but he he just didn't seem to, to really want to do that today so we left the antlers home uh, but we were able to get out and, and really spend some good quality time today uh and and really it's it's one of those things that You know, when you're given an opportunity to go out and do this kind of thing, it really does make you feel good, and it it really gets about uh, what the season is about, but not only that, what this community is all about as well.
2: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, uh, Sergeant Tom Walsh, thanks for talking to me.
0: Rick, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for all you guys do, and I hope everyone out there, including yourself, has has a very happy and safe holiday season.
2: Yeah, you too. All right, thanks, Tom. You bet. Thank you. All right, that was Sergeant Tom Walsh police getting a pretty sizable donation they shared a bunch of pictures on their facebook page out and about they didn't have the santa hats ready usually they got santa hats i ha- I do have some antlers that go on the car could have lent to them but i didn't know oh, they're sitting in my basement i have yet to put them on the car a mouse chewed through one of the antlers too so that was super fun mice super fun in my house it's awesome 608 the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Is this the most wonderful time of the year and also the most unproductive day of the year? Uh, is work just kind of a drag today and do you have to go to work tomorrow? I've got a couple of interviews lined up. Tomorrow, Pat Stevens with Rotary Lights, the president of Rotary Lights, as well as Terry Bauer, president of essentially moon tunes we we'll talked to those guys about those things tomorrow it should be fun uh we were talking just before about the city ordinance in Warsaw banning snowball fights essentially and the city council trying to undo that decriminalize snowball fights uh, it's a pretty interesting story and maybe it's not but it's it's funny and it's the season right like it's It's kind of a good time to talk about that. Uh, It's a 1962 law. A a ban on throwing projectiles. It's lumped in snowballs. Rocks other items. Shooting arrows at people. It's illegal in Wausau to shoot arrows at people. Who would have thunk it? Sometimes you probably don't need the law, but then someone gets shot with an arrow. You're like, dang it, I can't do anything. There's no law against shooting people with arrows <laughs> so th- they're hoping to take this up next month it's been a story in the news uh, in the past I don't know if it's just caught on this year or if it's been years because obviously this law is pretty old uh, the the Warsaw Police shared a video of them having a snowball fight so essentially breaking the law and uh, that might have that that might be what got it back into the news stream again. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. Welcome to lacrosse talk PM. Who's this?
0: Hey, this is Pat.
2: Hey Pat, go ahead. You're on the air.
0: So I'm liking the idea of banning snowball fights as a kid that grew up in the sixties. Um, with a little bit of a disability, I got harassed by people that could really whale those snowballs. And so I'm good for that. That's all I want to say.
2: H- okay. Thanks. Thanks, Pat. Uh, all right, Pat is for leaving the Wausau City ordinance of throwing objects alone, including snowballs. Um, yeah, there's there's a downside of that. Uh, somebody that can't participate in snowball fights or kids being cruel, right? Like just kids not having the wherewithal to understand that snowball fights, uh, you shouldn't be throwing snowballs at at people. Unless it's in good fun. I know. I remember one time in high school, it was all coming back to me on the fly. I do remember one time in high school. No, not high school. What grade was I in? I bet you I was in 6th or 7th grade. Adam Van Eperen threw a snowball at me. Hit me in the back of the head as I was getting off the bus. And I did not like Adam. We were not friends. And I punched him in the face with my left hand. Which was weird. It's the only time I've ever punched anyone. So I remember it now. I kind of forgot until just now. I think I punched him twice in the face, not hard, because and I did it left-handed for some reason. So I was like, meh, meh. "That's me punching." If you, make, I'm making the, the the motion. If you're watching on Facebook Live, but uh, yeah, punch <laughs> punch guy in the face twice for hit me in the head with a snowball. But he didn't do it out of good fun. He uh, threw the snowball at me to because he was I don't know maybe I was making fun of him. Uh, we go back to the phones. Yeah, who's this? You're on the air. It's Scott. Hey, Scott, yep. go ahead.
1: I remember, you know, growing up outside in the suburbs of the Chicago, standing behind the gymnasium, kind of up on the hill, and launching snowballs. Is just launching them over, and then timing it to hit the car. It was a, it was a, a feat of like it was almost art. <laughs> and then I don't know if anybody around here is familiar with the term skitching. No, you know what skitching is?
2: Not, no, I do not.
1: Oh, skitching is when you grab the car when the roads are are plowed, but there's a firm pack of snow. You could go for miles. You had you you could grab yourself a 12 pack oh. and then skitch along the back of a car and get home. Oh, Two you, three miles, you could sketch home.
2: Like jump on a, oh, like a jump on a piece of on cardboard. the
1: bumper, you hold the bumper. No, you just go in your shoes.
2: Oh, you, you said have
1: good nineteen eighties seventies platform shoes. You could go for miles on those things and never even wear the heels out.
2: You're bringing up that all kinds sold. of memories. I remember my uh, older brother and his friend uh, skiing behind a car once uh, down Grandview yeah. Road.
1: <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about the suburbs of Chicago where there's no but nobody has any skis. There's nothing to do down there. <laughs> well That's this why was why I'm the... up here now. I, I would never go back there. This was Hortonville. I go back so... <laughs> as little as possible. Well nobody you know, I mean these are yeah, these are people who have not they don't have any hobbies or anything, so you're 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 skitching to seven eleven and grabbing a twelve pack because you're underage and the guy will let you do it, and then you back. sketch back.
2: Okay. That's right. Th- crazy. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah, sounds like something that kids would have fun with and also be very dangerous. But yes, another memory. My brother definitely like skiing, throwing skis on, like cross-country skis and, and skiing behind his friend's car, which was green, Brian's car. All right, we're going to hit a break. We're going to hit Scott's comment the news. We'll be back I'm with him after this. Alright, welcome back to the Talk PM. 608-785-7914 Rug from Tremplo. Pretty good idea. Only because maybe only because I like dogs. But he he texts in what are we uh, we should we should tell everybody what we're getting our pets for Christmas. Rugs rug's dogs are getting uh, new dog beds for riot and PUDs. Your dog's names are. Your dog's name is Puds, <laughs> oh right? And Puds getting new dog beds for Christmas. Um, Millie will just get treats. Millie has way too many dog beds. I talked a couple of weeks ago about having to get my wash machine fixed for the warranty, and uh, the guy came downstairs. He you co- coming through my basement, and he comes in, and he's he's like, "How many dogs do you have?" Because there's like four dog beds all squared up in the basement for my dog. And I'm like, one, I have one dog, <laughs> but it looks like I have 11. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing. I shouldn't have shame for that, right? Like I shouldn't be ashamed of spoiling my pets, my pet, my pets. Uh, Gary texted in, in the seventies, people sketched all the time. Uh, right before the break, caller talked about how in Chicago, they used to sketch where they grabbed the bumper of a car and sketch down the road. Um, it reminded me of my brother skiing down Grandview Road in Hortonville because that's another one of them roads that barely gets plowed or did, didn't did back in the day. I could be misremembering this too, of course. It's like 30, 30 years ago or more. Uh, libertarian guy. So We were also talking about Wausau considering... Ending the ban on snowball fights, essentially. Decriminalizing snowball fights. Just making it not illegal to throw snowballs because they have a city ordinance where it's illegal to throw things. And shoot arrows at people as part of this uh, law. Which makes sense. And also, you know, common sense, don't shoot arrows at people. But we need laws for all this because if you do shoot an arrow at somebody and it's not against the law, then... You know, we can't. We we are learning a lot about how we can't just be, you know, working off common sense when it comes to this stuff. I, I feel like this is the year of unprecedented when it comes to the government and uh, everything. We, this is unprecedented. Nobody's ever done this before. Well, maybe we should have some rules then about it. Uh, getting some texts. Get a lot of texts. But none of them are about what they people are getting their pets for Christmas. So I'm not reading those. Um, I ca- I can't like think about it. I have to like think about the text and try to have a conversation, which is with myself here, and it's a little difficult. Uh, I want to promote one thing here because it just went up today: RadioStuffStore.com. Brewers opening day against the Cubs at Miller Park. We've got tickets. So go to radiostuffstore.com. Dates are uh, Thursday, March 26th, 110 game, 110 p.m., not a.m. Uh, game tickets on the Johnsonville Brot. John- no, wait. I just threw Brot in there. The Johnsonville Party Deck. So tickets are $150. Bucks. Opening day, Brewers Cubs. It includes food and beverages, bratwurst, smothered in sauerkraut, hot dogs, grilled sirloin burgers, barbecue pulled chicken, house-made potato salad, Wisconsin mac and cheese, mixed green salad with assorted toppings and dressings, kettle chips, assorted cookies and an unlimited soft drinks, and two beers if you're 21, two Miller beers, so hopefully you like Miller, uh, tailgate from Premier Catering, 150 bucks, go to RadioStuffStore.com, Brewers opening day against the Cubs. What a... What the, Best team to play in opening day, right? For for around here, Bruce Cubs 608 785 7914. The Better Hearing Center talking text line just talked to Sergeant uh, Tom Walsh, Lacrosse Police, a little while ago. Play that interview, Lacrosse Police. Somebody showed up at the police department today with 10 grand in gift cards, I believe they were $10 each. Um, Actually, I think the city put that on there. Uh, a bunch of Subway gift cards, Quick Trip gift cards, Festival food gift cards, different different amounts of money. Subway ten dollars, Festival hundred to fifty, uh, Quick Trip twenty five each, and then some cash too as well. Uh, just showed up and said, "Hey, please, can you distribute these to uh, you know people in need?" It's the holidays, and there's a week here where there's no school, so there might be kids out there that aren't getting you know breakfast or lunch. At school, so they're not getting a, a meal or two. So, can we get these gift cards out to them, to their families, and and also to the elderly? So, the police share they were out out and about today, handing out gift cards and pretty awesome. Ten grand that's that's amazing. Um, another funny story I saw a a Georgia family discovered owl in Christmas tree is the headline. <laughs> they they got a real hoot for. From its Christmas tree, literally probably owl hooting. <laughs> so an owl was in this Christmas tree for more than a week after they bought it. A live owl nest nestled in the nestled in the branches. Live owl nestled in the branches. Katie McBride Newman said last week that she and her daughter spotted the bird on December twelfth. They bought the ten foot tree from a store and brought it to their home and she said it was surreal. We weren't Really freaked out about it, but really outdoorsy people. We love the wilderness. (laughs) Why are you you killing trees then, lady? Uh, They opened the windows and the doors, hoping the owl would fly away, but it didn't. Uh, She continued, the owl seemed pretty comfortable, and I thought, hey, buddy, it's not going to go well if you just stay here. There's no food. (laughs) I'm sorry. And there's no food in your pantry, lady. Come on. A family called a nonprofit nature center for help. They came and got the the owl out of the Christmas tree. Anyone else have uh, cutting down Christmas trees and then finding out there's some critters in there? My Christmas tree is a palm tree that I've had for, man, I don't even know, eight, eight years maybe? And it used to be small, but now it's, I would say it's 15 feet high. And it can't go any higher. It is now bending to the window. I have a skylight, so it's bending to the skylight. And uh, <laughs> it can't get any higher either. If I, mo- I can move it to the middle of the room because I have an open ceiling there, but um, it would look silly right in the middle of the room. All right, so <laughs> owls and Christmas trees. Wausau is trying to decriminalize snowball fights. Oh, a libertarian guy shared this. So another caller texted in how he... Uh, he used to live in Chicago and and skitch, sketch down the road on the bumper of a car. Which sounds pretty fun and dangerous if you're going down the road. I'm sure most of you have done that. Right? <laughs> Gary Podusky. Oh, I used your last name, Gary. Uh, Gary said that they used to skitch all the time back in the 70s. And he may or may not have said they used to do it in Riverside Park. Um, Probably, well, you know, if you did on the road in Riverside, you probably can't do that now. There's a lot of traffic. And the the roads are probably uh, pretty cleaned off. But the 70s, yeah, could you guys just sketch anywhere? We're not using salt. We're were just not using salt like we are now where the roads are a little worse. Uh, Tom texted in, what time's the Packer-Viking game? It's Monday Night Football, man. Every t- Whatever time Monday Night Football is on. <laughs> Tom, so when I'm done here, just tune to WKTY. They're doing pregame. I think the game's at it's probably at 7, 7.30. Monday Night Football. It happens every Monday night. <laughs> Same time. Uh, libertarian guy texted in, too. And it stoked another memory of mine. A Libertarian guy texted in, my dad used to tie a toboggan to the back of the car in the Chicago suburbs and pull us kids. It was common practice. You people in Chicago, man, skitching down the road, tying toboggans to the back of the car. I can't even imagine. What would, what would happen? Could you, could you do that down some of the side streets in La Crosse right now? Throw a toboggan in the back? What would happen? The police got you, man. You would say, hey, there's no law against... Tying toboggans to the back of the car. Is it in the law books? No. Snowball fights in Wausau. Illegal. Illegal to throw snowballs. Illegal to throw objects. Illegal to shoot arrows at people, according to the story. Uh, No law in the books about specifically riding in toboggans going down the road. That that sparked uh, another memory of mine that has to do with toboggans and... It's gonna be a shameless tease, but I'm gonna do that after a quick break right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Talking about tobogganing behind cars and skitching behind cars. Apparently, a lot of you skitched behind cars. What are you getting your dog for Christmas or your pet? Uh catnip I saw a big giant bag of catnip for sale like as a Christmas present I thought it'd be like I've never I haven't it's been a long time since I had a cat like we had one when we were kids so I don't really and I haven't seen anyone give catnip to a cat directly and just watch it go crazy I imagine that's what the cat does but I'm not so sure but if that's what it is then I'd be getting catnip for my cat all the time and watch it go bonkers A libertarian guy texted in. He remembers sketching in high school as well because they got a big lecture from teachers about how dangerous it is. They said they'd sketch in the high school parking lot after school let out and there weren't as many cars in the lot. It was great fun. (laughs) So when I was in college in Stevens Point, they have a toboggan run. There's a sledding hill I don't know, even know if there is a sledding hill, and we never went sledding. But there's a toboggan run, so you you put your toboggan on there, you hit a lever, and it takes you down this wooden ramp, essentially, or you know, the opposite of a ramp, and you you just go down the down the hill. It's, it was pretty cool. Never did it during the day. Never had a toboggan, but we would steal lunch trays out of the cafeteria and then drive down there after hours, like at midnight. And go down to go down the toboggan run. Now there's three stories that that go with this. The first one is I, I took the lunch so to get the toboggan to the top of the run, uh there's like a there's a little I don't know, the like stairwell to get to the top where 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 the lever and the, the catapult essentially is to put the toboggan on. So you go up like two flights of stairs on this wooden, you know, contraption. But there's to pull the toboggan up that area is like a little slide. It looks like a slide. It looks like fun unless you're a college kid and you think, Oh yeah, that'd be fun to slide down. So you slide down it, but it goes right into the ground. It doesn't angle out like a slide. So I went down that and I thought I broke my tailbone. And, uh, the next week my friend was going to go down. I go, don't go down that thing, man. I almost broke my tailbone. You're not going to want to do it, but we might've been partying. And so he's, his, uh, ability to <laughs> decide whether or not that would have been good for him or to listen to me was was uh you know gone so he went down that toboggan pull-up thing slide whatever you want to call it he he slid down that and blew out his knee because once you hit the ground you got to stop yourself i used my butt he used his legs and then it was you know it's pretty it's really steep and it goes right into the ground so he blows out his knee so super fun, and Stephen's point, going on the toboggan run. But the one time we did get the lunch trays on the toboggan run, I think there were six of us, so each of us on a lunch tray. My friend Brad was first, I was second, and then a bunch of people behind us. And I thought it'd be funny just to kick Brad off the t- off the catapult, so I kicked him off the catapult, and he, there he went, down the hill. And uh, then someone hit the lever, because they're like, oh no, there went Brad, we gotta go. So they hit the lever, and the six of us went right after him. And uh, we're cruising down the toboggan run, and as we, because there's six of us, we're going a lot faster than Brad. We get to the towards the bottom, and Brad is slowly spinning. So instead of he, his back is to us to begin with, but by the time he gets to the end of the run, he has spun around to see six people about to cream into him. And man, the, the, his facial expression was priceless, and I got the I got the best view because I was the first one. And then we just smash into him and just. Pandemonium. It was like everyone lunch tray is broken and people flying off the toboggan run. And uh so yeah, there's my winter that's my sketching. I didn't actually get the sketch when I was a kid, but we uh we would sneak out to the toboggan run at midnight in Stevens Point and and do that. All right, so that's probably about all I have for today. Tomorrow, Terry Bauer, Moon Tunes, I'm gonna talk to him and Pat Stevens with rotary lights. I thought those would be good Christmas Eve interviews. So if you guys want to listen, that'd be great. Two great causes, uh, and just kind of the evolution of both of those things a little bit. So, all right, thanks a lot for listening. We'll do this once more tomorrow, and then I'm off. I know Hayes is doing Thursday show. Mike Myers doing Friday show. All right, see you tomorrow. See, thanks guys.